Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to another edition of Believe in Sparks on the Believe Podcast Network, your one and only place for all things Sparks. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? Please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on your favorite directories, including iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, iHeart, and TuneIn. Follow Sydney Weiss and myself on Instagram and Twitter. Sydney is at SweetsBaby24, and I'm at Stacy Pates. On today's episode, we're going to get to know more about Brittany Sykes. Yes, she was part of that Kalani Brown trade to the Atlanta Dream that brought Brittany and Marie Gulich. We got to know a little bit about Marie. Now it's Brittany's turn. Here's a snapshot of Brittany Sykes. She's an energetic force defensively and offensively, and the Sparks can use this effectively in their schemes. She's also a player that puts hefty pressure on the defensive end, so her presence will help bolster that side of the floor. And when you think about defense, Atlanta Beard set the standard. T.R. Ruffin-Pratt studied her, watched her, learned from the best. And now TRP has taken over that mantle on the defensive end as the anchor to which Sykes now can learn and grow and be a massive part of this defensive system. Special thanks to both Natalie Gilmore, the coordinator of public relations and communications, and Eli Horowitz, whose voice you're going to hear on this Zoom call. He's the director of public relations and communications for your LA Sparks. He'll be directing each of the media members to ask Brittany questions along the way. Let's get to know Brittany Sykes. Thank you. We'll go to Favor. Do you have a question? You went, man, you had every you had every scenario in Atlanta from, you know, going through losing streaks to the high of winning streaks to almost making the WNBA finals. Can you maybe sum up what some of the, the major things you've learned in your time to, in Atlanta and what you're going to bring to the Sparks that you what have, what have you learned from that experience and grown as a player and as a human? And what do you, and bring, how are you going to bring that to the Sparks when you come? I think the first thing that pops in my head is just the ability to adapt to any situation. Right. So we go through different seasons. You go from well, for me, I go from losing 10 in a row as a rookie to making the playoffs in a long time, you know, and then now the last season, you know, it went how it went. So, um, you know, just going up and down like that and, and, and to be able to, you know, bounce back and adapt to those, those games, you know, we're playing about 30 to be going into the finals, you know, you're playing anywhere between 30 to, you know, 50 plus games, you know, your mental has to be, very, you know, very tough, very strong in my opinion to go through things like that and still come out with a winning mentality because you can very much become, you know, uh, a pessimistic person and have a negative outlook on things and on games. But um, I'm grateful that in those years um, I've been around leaders, I've been around vets who still come to work every day doing the same thing, even if we don't get the result that, you know, the result that we wanted. I still was able to learn how to adapt to those uh, those scenarios that we went through during those seasons. 
And maybe just as a quick follow-up too, um, I'm used to seeing you take us along long odysseys, Instagram odysseys through Atlanta. Um, are we gonna are we gonna see some of that deliciousness through? Are you gonna take us through journeys through Los Angeles now? Whenever you get here, because there's plenty of places to explore here too. <laughs> oh, oh, of course! I really cannot wait to get to to LA. I've been hitting up all my friends for the the cheat codes of the spots to go. You know that way I'm not in too much traffic. So you know I'm looking forward to you know finding those in the in the whole places in you know in the wall and um eating i love to eat so i like to give me all the food that i need sabrina merchant with sb nation i'm just curious what the experience of virtual training camp has been like so far it's forcing us outside our comfort zone to really get to know each other and you know we play against each other or we play with each other overseas or you know on different national teams and things in that nature but now it's pretty cool to get to know the different personalities, you know, through a screen, you, you know, you see the connections that the team has. So it's just really dope to see that dynamic and ultimately like try to figure out, you know, where you fit as a puzzle piece inside of this, you know, this whole ordeal. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of cool. I'm happy. I have Riri, you know, at least I have a little piece of Atlanta with me, but, um, you know, it makes things a little bit better, even though you've, seen these girls you know for years throughout your career it's still different when you know you're coming into their house and you know now you're trying to you know fit into their system and you know cre ultimately create one you know as a whole so to howard megdahl high post hoops your current ability to work out work out on basketball specifically you know what those day-to-days are like for you um I, i'm curious what each of you um are doing right now and then the other part of it is Obviously, we don't know when and how and if the season comes back, but how are you thinking about it and how are you sort of adjusting your mental schedule uh, to this in a way that you've, you know, no one has ever had to before? Um, for me, I mean, it's just been as simple as, you know, getting up, making sure that I'm active, um, not just physically, but, you know, mentally and emotionally, just making sure that I'm doing the things that I need to do daily to, you know, be okay with what's going on. It's in the beginning, I was almost torn between the two because when I went came home from overseas, I didn't do anything for a good couple of weeks, just nothing, just wanted to literally do nothing and just relax and just remove myself from sports. And then coming back, getting back into it, you look at it and, you know, like you asked us for the second part, you know, what's going to happen? Like, how do we feel about it? And I mean, it's kind of weird to say out loud, but it's this this whole ordeal has been a blessing in disguise. I know speaking for me because I've been allowed to be home and celebrate certain holidays that I, you know, I haven't celebrated in years. I don't know last time I celebrated my mom's birthday like physically with her. So it's things like that that makes me look at this whole ordeal in a different manner. Like, yes, of course, I would love for basketball to pick up and and, and go off, but. You know, it's our safety at the end of the day as a whole that, like, matters. So, you know, if my safety is staying home for my mom's birthday versus, you know, playing on the court, then crazy for me to say I'd stay home with my mom if that means that, you know, we all get to be safe for another 24 hours and I get to see my, my mom. So that, that's my outlook on it. Go over to Brady Klopfer, also with SB Nation. You know, coming from Atlanta and the situation that that team was in coming into the 2020 season, knowing that Angel was going to be gone and, and the team was going to be rebuilding a little bit, and then you get traded to a team that is fighting for a championship this year. 
what's that like to to all of a sudden overnight know that you are that your mindset is changing from being on a rebuilding team thinking long term to suddenly you're on a team that's completely focused on winning this year it, it was a situation of the way i look at it as i'm going into a situation where i'm i'm about to learn how to you know be a champion not only a pro but a champion and that's how i looked at it going from you know atlanta to um la like you said you know atlanta's rebuilding and like you know restated as well with you know we just didn't find our glitch we didn't we didn't find that niche that really really put us together um like we were in you know 2018 so you know it's one of those things where once you 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 look at the two different teams like everybody has their you know their respective games but you know we we take it for what is worth with LA like we said with three championships and then we have a coach in you know Derek Fisher who has won championships as a player you know so um, that translation can help us in a huge way and now I'm learning as a sponge more and more you know I had the chance to you know watch Renee Montgomery she's a champion you know I got to learn habits from her and now I get to do that with the likes of you know Candice and and uh, Chelsea and NECA you know I'm learning from these ladies who have been on the highest of highest levels when it comes to basketball I have sat at the table and played with you know players that I you know I'm still you know busting my butt to play with and you know still play again so uh, that's how, how I look at it. Go over to Ari Chambers with Bleacher Report. So can you take me through um, your mental when you found out that you were going to get traded? Like, just can you just take me through that whole night? And also, who have you talked to who's reached out to you? Oh, you look so precious. Who's reached out to you and, um, <laughs> and just been that, like, that guiding light for you? Yeah. Um, okay, so how I found out. All right. Uh, I was at my grandmother's house. Right, I'm about to, I'm about to bring it back for you. Okay, ready? I was at my grandmother's house, right? And um, the way my grandmother's house is set up, my my grandmother, my mom's mom, and you know, she lives on the first floor. And then my grandfather's brother, my uncle Al, he lived on the second floor. So my aunt, his wife, lives on the second floor, right? And then so I was Jersey. on the second floor. Uh, so Jersey, right? <laughs> and then so I went uh, to my aunt. This is a, a ritual. Like anytime we eat over my grandmother's house, we go upstairs. So now I'm eating. Well, I'm I'm talking to them upstairs. I go to leave to you know go back home, and I get a call from Marcus Crenshaw, who is my agent, and he goes, "Hey, I gotta talk to you." You know that call really doesn't sit well with a lot of people. So I'm like, "All right, you know, tell me what happened. Like what's going on?" He's like, "All right, you're getting traded." Mind you backstory i kind of had a feeling i was getting traded i just didn't know where or when so when it happened i wasn't really shocked of that it happened more so now i'm nervous of where i'm going so when he said la sparks i almost threw my phone down the, down the steps because i'm like oh okay like this is great you know i go from atlanta to you know la and I, in the beginning you're thinking just atlanta great weather but la great weather you know and then it's like you know a great organization to the next and I just looked at it as just being so lucky because you don't really hear about, you know, so much excitement when it comes to a trade and especially, you know, to another powerhouse team, you know, like that. And to go from one extreme of the, of the, of the map to the next, 
I'm okay with it. I, I liked it. I was, I, you know, it was weird to say, like, I'm okay with the trade. You know, I'm a Miss Atlanta, both on and off the court. But at the end of the day, it's business, you know. So, you know, they made the decision, and I've agreed to the terms. So now, you know, I'm a spark. John W. Davis with Windsider. First of all, just like to say hello to a fellow Syracuse alum. And then with that in mind. Syracuse Nation. Yeah. With that in mind, what are some of the on-the-court and off-the-court lessons that you've learned from Coach Q that you can still take with you now, you know, years later in the WBA? Oh, man, you're going to have him call me after this one. <laughs> um, I think one of the biggest things that he taught me, I, I can kind of blend it, like on and off the court, the biggest thing that I remember him drilling in us every day, excuse my house phone, um, is that, you know, I, at the end of the day, the, the, the three things that I can truly control is my energy, attitude, and effort, right? So you can, can, you can apply that to any, you know, anything, any principle, any form of life. At the end of the day, I just know that um, whenever I get, you know, lazy or I feel like, you know, I don't want to be a leader one day or something like that, you know, or opposite, I'm looking at a situation where I can see where somebody's not controlling, you know, their attitude and their energy or effort. And, you know, it's pivotal in those situations, you know, how you see things and how you react to things is, you know, ultimately how things are going to, you know, continue to go. So um, he was a, a big guy in, you know, just making sure that we control that. And he, you know, he pushed that a lot. And, and I thank him for that because I'm able to instill that in others, you know, that look up to me or ask me questions and, and ask me things. It's the first thing I tell them, you know, like anything you, you, you think that, you can't do or you feel like you can't say or you, you feel like you're out of control of something, narrow it down to the smallest thing possible and control that and control your effort and control your energy and the rest will follow. So he taught me that that lesson and I, I, I bring that on out the court. Bet Online still has hundreds of games, events, and sports that you can wager on. NASCAR's back, Madden and NBA 2K simulations, the UFC, online casino with poker and blackjack. And be sure to check out The Final Dance with roundtable interviews from ex-Chicago Bulls Horace Grant, Bill Cartwright, Craig Hodges, and Ron Harper as they discuss the Michael Jordan doc in full. There is still fun to be had, so go to betonline.ag and use this promo code MYPOD100 to receive your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's betonline.ag and use promo code MYPOD100. BetOnline, your online wagering solution. Amanda Skurlock, LA Sentinel. My question is, um, during gameplay in your previous seasons, when you played the Sparks, what were some key things that you all noticed about their gameplay? You, you look at LA, and every time I know when I was about to play them, it was a thing of they're super long on the inside. It's going to be hard to go to the basket. It's going to be super hard to get a shot off comfortably. You know, but like Candace and NECA and Shanae and the likes of them down there. And then um, they play so well together, and especially NECA and Candace. Watching film on them, you know, play off of each other. It's, it can almost be intimidating, you know. Like, I'm a guard, so to be a po – you know, not to be a post player and just have to deal with that as a guard, you almost think about your post players like, oh, man, they really got to, you know, work for us because they're guarding them and, you know, limiting them while we're doing our job. So, um, like Bree said, I'm excited to be a part of it and not against it anymore. 
Um, I'm glad to be on the other side of the highlight reel when it comes to Chelsea and her passes. So <laughs> that'll be dope, and, you know, to not be a defender and, you know, be on the receiving end to get her an assist or two. But um, it, I'm looking forward to it. Like, it, it, it's going to be so much fun. And you can just tell from when we have our Zoom, in a, you know, our Zoom meetings that this group is going to be something to, you know, deal with personality-wise and, and on the court when it comes to, you know, Sparks basketball. It's, you could definitely tell we're going to have a lot of fun. David Yaskowitz, High Post Hoops. There's, there's a lot of good shooters on this team here, you know, especially on the wings. Um, but, you know, your skill set that you bring to this team, you know, your ability to attack the rim, you know, get to the free throw line. You know, how, how do you kind of see yourself playing off some of the other players there on the court, you know, once, whenever, you know, the season eventually gets going? Um, well, I make, I make the, the comments. I make the jokes with my friends and my family sometimes, you know, when we're talking about basketball. And I say that, you know, it's going to be so, you know, easy getting 20 points because 10 of them are just five assists from Chelsea on the fast break, you know? So it's, it's one of those things where I go into it. The job isn't easier. The job is, you know, still the same to come in, you know, score, uh, defend the ball, you know, be a two-way player. But at the same time, looking at it, the way we play off of each other, everybody is going to be able to trickle in, in points. And so that's why I make, the joke, you know, Chelsea's going to have like 20 assists a game because I'm going to start doing the little things, cutting back. You know, it's the little, the, the, the dirty points that we're going to, you know, begin to add up because of that, you know, the chemistry that we're going to be able to build. So I'm going to be able to just move freely to the offense, move without the ball. Um, I'm used to not having the ball in my hands. So to just know that there's players on the team, not just the point guard who can get the ball to another teammate, you know, and, and you know, a high IQ fashion is, is, is you know, something like dope to prepare for. We'll end today's press conference with Stacey Pates, Believe in Sparks podcast. I want to go back to the mental piece. You know, when you think about uh, just the deep athletic piece of the mentality, it's beautiful, Britt, that you got to spend time with mama on her birthday and extended time with family. Maybe get in the gym and you have the virtual workouts. You cannot simulate game speed. You cannot simulate getting banged around in the paint. So the mental aspect of the midst of uncertainty, still working your tails off, but not knowing what that's going to look like. How do you find that balance in that mental aspect? Um, I think uh, for me, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, it's like you, you stay ready so you don't have to get ready because we really don't know what's going to happen. Um, <laughs> I make the joke with my, my family and my mom, especially, you know, she asks me in a serious manner, you know, what are you going to do if the league, you know, does not happen? And I go, well, I'm going to wear prophetic because I think like the uniform will look nice with my legs and tattoos. So, <laughs> and, you know, it's a, it's a joke, but it, and, and, you know, in all seriousness, it had me thinking, you know, okay, yeah, you know, what is it? going you know what is what is life what will life look like what can life possibly be if there is no basketball you know and it's not just me think about all the rookies like I'm in my fourth year you know it's a it's a different outlook for you know me and 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 Marie versus you know a Sue or a DT who have you know built up that resume and we're still you know building it um so now you know it's not only a mental thing of not being able to play, but now we have to think of other ways to support ourselves financially because we still haven't even scratched the surface when it comes to overseas life either. You know, we have to put that into account because 
say it's a hypothetical and the season happens, but it's pushed back. Now everything else has to fall in line. And who's to say that that's going to work for everybody, you know? So um, it's just one of those things where I just have to go day by day. Cause if I get caught up looking at the future, I'm never going to get there because I'm, I'm not in the now of the situation. So I'm just trying to literally wake up, attack the day and then, you know, prepare for those next steps and you know and of course play around with the what ifs and toggle with them but ultimately you know staying in that reality zone of all right you know at any minute they can call us back and there's no such thing you know game shape is game shape we're, we're gonna we're gonna all be out of shape until we play so yeah it's not a, it's no amount of cardio that's gonna help us out to get back in game shape unless we all play you know for hours a day but uh yeah and we'll be back with more right after this Welcome back to Believe in Sparks. What do you know about Brittany Sykes' game? Her game or her? Both. <laughs> She's got game. You're completely right. Honestly, I think I, I'm really trying to pinpoint how we call her Slim. Slim is her nickname. Um, I've, I got... We cross paths at some point, like you said, the basketball world, the world in general is small and we cross paths and we, she has a great sense of humor. And so we hit it off because we were cracking jokes and I'm sure we were dancing at some point, but I can't remember when we crossed paths. But ever since then, we've always been cool with each other and we'll always say hi to each other, check in on each other, see how everyone's doing. Um, and then obviously uh, basketball wise, she was with Syracuse the same year we went to the final four with Oregon state Syracuse went to the final four and then eventually the national championship. And she was part of that team. And so before then, even um, obviously West coast, East coast, you don't, it's tough to pay attention, especially in conference play when uh, you're in the heat of battle, you don't really see other conferences all the time, but I knew that she was good. I mean, she's always been a baller, crazy athlete. Um, and then entering into the league, she was competing for rookie of the year. I mean, she had such a great rookie season, uh, really made a name for herself. And I have so much respect for her as, as an athlete, as a competitor, because to come in as a rookie fearless and to make your, your name known within some of the best early, that takes courage. And it takes um, a confidence that not a lot of people have. And who she is as a person, she's not cocky. She just loves loves to to dance to be loose to have a good time uh, she gets along with everybody and so that's another marie and, and slim they're they're such great additions to our team because they're they bring awesome energy they're selfless they're about the team um they like to have it's gonna be a bench mob i'm telling you like we're gonna come in hot like we, we are gonna have the best handshakes if it's allowed we're gonna have so many great things going on in the bench and then we step onto the floor. Yeah, we'll get down to business, of course. But like, it's it's going to be so much fun to have both of them on our roster. And I, I just, I'm very visual. So, so visualizing the bench mob just gets me hype. Like there's something so special about that. And if I'm in a fan, if I'm in the stands watching as a fan, or if I'm at home and I'm able to catch glimpses on the television, that is the most inspirational thing because that to me says not only do you go to battle you know every single day in practice and games and you want to win but just having that looseness and that comfort level with each other it's just there's just something extra special about that I mean maybe maybe people who aren't athletes don't necessarily look at it that way but I just think it's it's extraordinary 
Well, the beauty of a team sport that I love and I'll always cherish is celebrating each other's victories and carrying each other in defeats and struggles and how when one person has success, we all do. And so I love, it keeps me engaged. I know when, when I get up and celebrate and I see my teammates doing well, I see what other people haven't seen all week. And that's the effort and the, the staying after practice, the coming in early. I mean, it's hours to get to that moment. And so it should be celebrated and it should be enjoyed and cherished. And the only way I know how to do that is to have a solid bench mob approach. And that involves all of us, <laughs> all of us. <laughs> and hella dance moves. Oh, the best. The best dance moves. Oh my God, I can't wait to witness that. And I've already cued the dance music. Make sure you join us again next week when we celebrate more LA Sparks victories right here on the Believe Podcast Network. This has been a presentation of betonline.ag. For Sydney Weiss, I'm Stacey Pates. Thank you so much for listening. We look forward to having you back next week. And again, if you want to advertise on our show, we'd love to have you. Just visit believe.com for more information. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the show on iTunes and find us on your favorite directories. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.